0: Wasn't what's ready. Joke?
1: They wasn't ready.
0: <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs>
1: no.
0: All right. I mean, get that down here right here. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Wayne dupree Show. I'm your host, Wayne dupree And here are my awesome co-hosts, uh Blue Eyes Leah Bella. Who hey, what's is back up? from her sabbatical. Whew, what thing. a day. And- Internet's
2: here, so make sure you're sharing.
0: And we also have the Bishop Brian. Hey,
2: I will vouch for her.
1: There have been for the last week and a half. I've been going to houses uh, left and right for insurance damages, for flooding, all kinds. Of, that, that storm we had last week, I, I mean, it was a terror.
2: Yeah, it was. it was. It was bad here, too. And it's been getting knocked out left and right. I just can't take it. Th- Hi, Teresa. Thanks, Kathy. I see you guys. I, I'm sharing the show right
1: now on the Facebooks.
2: Yep, yeah. we want everybody to share as well.
0: Before before, before we get into the show, well, I, you know, actually, uh, let me do this while we're also sharing because I really have a video to start off with. We're going to talk about the, the Delta variant from a grassroots perspective. We are not doctors, but we have been doing some research on some things and we have our own opinions. But don't Take our opinions as gospel. Go out and do your own research. Yeah, we always uh, say that. Yeah, it's called an opinion
2: it. talk show for a reason. It's so right. sad we still have to say that.
0: But and I know, and I know. So now, now, now. Okay, I say it like this: My daughters got the vaccine because they couldn't get into college without it. That's insane. Which, which, which sucks. That sucks the big time they got um they got two shots one and and then they had to go back and get another
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah um side effects uh one daughter had a pain for a couple of days after the second shot had a pain had a very hard pain uh, up here okay mm-hmm. um the the other daughter s- seemed sickish for a couple of days but not full-blown sick but sick itch for right. you know, a couple of days i have not gotten the vaccine yet i have not gotten it and that's just me i haven't gotten it uh <laughs> family <laughs> member signed me up to go get it i said i ain't gonna get it you know that, I mean, but that's because i mean myself as a common sense type of person I just felt like things were rushed. Now this Delta variant that everybody on it, let me ask y'all, do y'all has, has this been, I mean, is it like they're just throwing this at us right now? Or has this been growing over a couple of weeks and we just haven't been paying that attention? The
2: Delta variant is the, india variant remember and i remember you yeah. talking about it right okay so that is the delta variant they just don't want to call it that anymore because they want to be political correct and they don't want to hurt people's feelings i guess whatever that's the delta variant um i have researched this feverishly over and over again for the last month and they all say the same thing it's more contagious but we don't know yet if it's more deadly okay this has been going on since april in india If it was more deadly, you would know. It either is more deadly or it isn't. You can't have a question, you can't have a research study out there. It it is or it isn't. I mean, there's no in between. So if they're saying that they're not sure, then that normally means that it isn't more deadly. They're seeing it more in children, but that's just because it's more contagious. So again, more contagious, sure, more deadly. I don't think so. Here's another thing. The CDC just listed on their website that symptoms of this new Delta variant has changed. It's changed now to headache and sore throat. The top two symptoms are no longer fever and cough. Why? because your immune system doesn't recognize it as a stronger threat anymore. So it doesn't have to heat up its body in order to kill the virus because it doesn't see it as that strong of a virus. So to me, that's a good sign when your body can fight something off without giving you a fever to try to neutralize it. That means it's not very strong, right? Have you ever had a cold, but not a fever? And then it disappears, right? That's because your immune system knows, Hey, we don't need to cause a fever. It's not Mm. that strong of a virus. Well, this is what I think is happening with the Delta variant. It's not that strong, so therefore you're getting a headache and a sore throat because your immune system says, ah, we don't need to cause a fever. It's not that type of virus. It's not that strong, which would also prove my last point. Uh, Darwin even said this, which is crazy to cite him, but viruses typically get less deadlier as they get older. A virus doesn't want to kill its host because then what happens if a virus kills its host?
0: It it kills itself.
2: It kills itself. So it's going to get more transmissible because it wants to stay alive, but it's also going to become less deadly. So I think the scientists on the left and the right are both correct. It's not that deadly, but it is more contagious. So again, if you haven't had COVID, you need to really think about, you probably could get it. Those who had COVID, you're fine. Your immunity probably lasts a long time. Plus, you get B cells. They don't know why, but you do get B cells after having COVID, so you have a great great rate of survival. Uh, But those who haven't had COVID or the vaccine, you might be a little bit concerned that you get COVID, but if you don't mind, then that's fine. So more contagious, not as deadly, in my opinion. But we'll find out in two weeks, because it's in L.A. County. Sorry, I'm going long on this, but this is my passion. It's in L.A. County right now, California. Cesspool over there, as Brian would say. So we're going to know within two weeks how deadly this really is because it's in a very weak immune part of town. Uh, But so far, I'm not seeing any major deaths happening. I don't see people just dropping dead on the streets. I think we're okay.
1: I'm going to be a non-participant in this one. Once again, I'm not going to participate in this one as I did not participate in the covid uh, with that being said, uh, yeah, L.A. County, I don't know why, other than the fact that homeless people live outdoors, I don't know why they're not dying off by the dozens. I got a buddy that's a cop in L.A. County, downtown L.A., and he literally fears for whatever diseases may come his way at any given day, and whether it be the plague on the streets or some kind of uh, new strain of some kind of veterinarian disease or whatnot. These these people that literally living in cesspools, shooting up drugs, rapes and murders in the camps. They're, they're little small cities. They're camps of homeless people, and apparently they're they're alive and kicking. Mm-hmm.
0: Let, let's um, let's look at uh, some of the reports that are coming.
3: I think it's it's a very conservative, very independent community, and I think there's a lot of obviously misconceptions about the vaccine. We're trying to get out in front of that, um, but we do have a lot of people who say, if you know, if you're telling me to get it, I'm not doing it. You know, they're just kind of pushing back. So we're going to try to get out one on one. We've got to increase the vaccination rate in our community because we're seeing that direct correlation to the increased COVID vaccine or increased COVID activity and a low vaccination number. So we we have to get out and and change that stat.
4: And Allison, Chris says that the way to change that stat is not going to be those top down approaches that you've been seeing in states like the lotteries and and things like that, experts coming in. He said it's really going to have to be uh, that face-to-face, one-on-one communication uh, in an area like this to convince folks to get out and get their shots. Allison. So, Dasha, I have to ask how the hospital staff there is doing. I mean, this is... Round two, if not three of the surges they've been seeing. This has been going on for over a year now. They must be exhausted. How are they doing with all those patients? Yeah, Allison. they are really in the throes of it right now. And imagine this, imagine you've been doing this, taking care of COVID patients for over a year and you're seeing the rest of the state, you're seeing much of the rest of the country, your colleagues at other hospitals start to breathe a sigh of relief, seeing hospitalizations go down well, you're seeing the opposite of that. Hospitalizations going up here. It's heartbreaking to talk to these healthcare workers who have been through so much. I want you to hear from one of them, uh, uh, Dustin Duncan. He is one of the head nurses here. Take a listen to what he had to say. <laughs>
3: Picking up extra shifts, staying a little bit longer if necessary, and, and it's putting a strain on on the staff, physically and emotionally, uh, especially knowing now that we have a vaccine available and our vaccination rate here in the Valley is as low as it is.
0: All right, that sounds like Arizona Valley. Could be California. Um, um, that's
1: your right there. It's all desert. It's all desert out there. Yeah,
2: Arizona doesn't even have, I think 1% of their population has Delta right now. That's fear-mongering. I'm sorry, but they don't even have a large amount of Delta right now. And someone in the chat had said about it's like a hay fever. Yes. Algorithms I'm seeing on TikTok, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of them, most people that are reporting that they got the Delta virus, um, it's sore throat, runny nose, and like a dirty looking tongue. Those are all symptoms of like a hay fever. That was their strongest symptoms. That was people under 50. And I want you to also know that 50% of people that are getting Delta also have the vaccine. Oopsie. And They're not I, dying from it, but well, they are getting it.
1: Thank goodness, though, that we're done with the flu because apparently we've eradicated that.
2: Well, we did because actually masks do work for the flu because it's heavier and it stays in your mask. That is probably why we eradicate a lot that's of, the only common push, sense reason. A lot of people and push people back on that their hands.
1: Remember, people people... push back on that mask with a flu though.
2: Well, I don't care, but I, I just know facts. And when you wash your hands more and you use a lot of antibacterial and kids aren't in school, flu goes away. Nobody was in school. to spread it.
0: Yeah. And 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 one thing, one thing that I've noticed about uh Oh, and and for all and for all those out there and yes i have been reading the comments i've been putting some comments up here um your comments uh some of your comments are kind of kind of hard and i'm not putting <laughs> that stuff up on the screen but i'll say this if you choose not to do it that's your choice but if somebody else chooses to do it don't attack them let them be just let them be yeah Mm-hmm. I mean, I from uh, there was there was a report that I was watching, or there was a report that I saw that uh, showed how this variant might hit the Republican states a whole lot faster, because a whole lot of people in the Republican states haven't got the COVID yet.
1: Well, even if that be so, then all right, they're more immune to it. We we actually are. Our beings, our human, bo- our bodies, need to be infected on a regular basis to keep our strength up and to even be stronger than what we were. You know, years ago, we need these things. We need these things constantly in contact with other people, other things to build up your immunity. Uh, you know, from what I'm seeing and what I what what
2: they what we're seeing now with the COVID post COVID. Uh, okay, so I'm done. Everybody keeps saying, Not true, schools were open all year. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that schools can spread flus easier, and nobody on the east coast was open up at the top, our northern section for schools where flu primarily is heavy. In Florida, I don't know what you guys were all doing. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, there are many factors on why maybe flu is gone. You can say they weren't testing for flu. That might be a reason. You could say the masks did work. You could say it's because nobody was in small, like, Places within ten feet of each other. There's study the flu. I mean, there's educated reasons out there. On there's a million reasons why I don't think that the flu was around last year. No one was around each other. Everybody was wearing masks and washing their hands. I that's probably why the flu was gone. COVID's not gone, so that tells me it didn't work that great with COVID.
0: I'm going to address Maurice before before I kick his ass out. But uh, what, you, what is that? He, he said uh, you you propo. On this podcast, are going to hell. You sound like the people that used to burn witches at the state. What a s show. Uh, like I said before, and for anybody that has an understanding of, I mean, they can discern uh, common sense. If you want the if you want the vaccine, get it. If you don't, don't. Don't be angry at each other for each other's choice. Now, Maurice? Bada hate Maurice. What's I can't wrong, even,
2: buddy? I'm not responding to him because he couldn't even spell people right. So he's not educated <laughs> enough for me to even worry about him.
0: But that's okay. What, what a, <sighs> what an idiot. Okay, so, um, this, this is a little bit more information about Delta. Should
1: we fear the Delta variant?
5: Uh Absolutely. I mean, given how quickly it is spreading, it should be a concern, because it can destabilize even countries that have done a pretty good job vaccinating. So, for that reason, I think all these warnings are reasonable. And it's an extra push to get people vaccinated and to help people and others understand uh, the importance of vaccination.
1: Great. Rah-rah, we're going to do it. Celebrities will step in and say, get vaccinated, etc., Or do we need corporations, sporting events, et cetera, to say, enough, you got to be vaccinated if you want to participate?
5: I I imagine that is going to happen, particularly as the vaccines move from the authorization authorization stage to getting licensed. I think it'll become more of a standard in this country, given the very uh, strong safety record that they have and the fact that they'll be fully licensed. I think that probably is going to happen more and more.
6: Dr. Sharfstein, you said that the Delta variant could destabilize countries even that have high rates of vaccination among the population. Can you elaborate?
5: Well, I think countries that have very high rates of vaccination are going to be protected. But countries that have pretty high rates, you can see now even the United Kingdom, the cases going up and even uh, the sign that deaths may be going up. The United States, where we have states with relatively Middling levels of vaccination, we're going to be particularly vulnerable. We'll see meaningful outbreaks, and uh, if not the fall, maybe even this summer in some places, based on just how transmissible this virus is. And, you know, hospitals will start to fill up again.
6: Well, Dr. Sharfstein, there's a distinction between destabilizing nations that have vaccinated individuals because those vaccinated individuals are getting sick from the Delta variant, as certain news reports out of Israel showed over the weekend versus just being more prevalent among those who are not vaccinated. I mean, can you give us a sense of the risks on the other side, even for vaccinated individuals?
5: The, the risks are much less for vaccinated individuals. So, vaccinated individuals can still get sick. They can still get very sick, but it is pretty rare. But, you know, we should care about how the entire state, the entire country is doing. And by that metric, we should all be worried because it is true that people who are unvaccinated are particularly vulnerable. And, you know, these these viruses can cause serious damage even among young people. Okay,
6: but Dr. Sharstein, we have this with other illnesses too, and this is where it comes to the threshold of when we start treating COVID like uh, just another virus that we have to deal with, like the flu, uh, like other common colds that people get. There is a question at what point we cross the Rubicon where people have vaccinations available. If we're not seeing the high hospitalization rates, we're it's OK. And you can't necessarily just restrict travel and restrict business activity. When do we cross that line?
5: Well, I think first, from a public health perspective, you have to realize the amount of illness and death that we're pretending.
2: OK, uh,
1: the okay. Rubicon crossing the Let, Rubicon. Um, did you
2: uh, hear what he said? He yeah. said R- infections going up, maybe deaths going up. It's not more deadlier. Right. right,
1: not only that, but he said, you know, people are, yeah, you'll get over it. And it's not really that bad. And I, I'm just saying, when you've got COVID and 99%, depending on who you are, a survival rate, and now we've got this Delta variant, and the survival rate is probably equal to that of COVID, don't be a worried. You get it? All right. Vitamin D, vitamin C, drink water. I'm it like a regular
2: common cold. And that's exactly what it's going to turn into. You do realize that the Spanish flu hasn't gone anywhere, 1918. It just it just got less it got weaker. That's exactly what's going to happen here. I like to see that it's getting more contagious cuz to me it's mutating just the way that a virus is supposed to. Right. Once this vaccine
1: is not it's not experimental and it's not in the trial states, maybe I'll think about it. But the fact is is that it's an experimental vaccine at this point in time. And I agree with you Becky. Yeah, not me.
0: <laughs> um Fox Fox News is even Los talking
7: Angeles, about <laughs> Los Angeles County health officials quote strongly recommend people wear masks indoors regardless of their vaccination status. Officials say it's a precautionary measure amid the spread of the Delta variant. Still on COVID, cases in Missouri rising. Over 800 COVID hospitalizations reported daily. In the past four days. Mike Parson is the governor of Missouri, and he joins us now. Governor,
3: what's the problem here? You're not in vaccinating enough people? Well, I, th- I think we have been. I think we were like most of the states in the country, you know, when you get to that 50, 55% plateau, it's becoming more and more difficult to get that vaccine out there. The good news is, however, everybody has the opportunity to get a vaccine that once one is readily available in the state. And the other thing is our 80% of our most vulnerable population has had the vaccine so our seniors and people with health risk have.
7: Are you our going back to any right restrictions? Are you, are you going back to any restrictions like mask wearing or social distancing or restaurants with limited capacity? Any return yeah. no. to restrictions? Yeah. Now, we never
3: had we never had mass restrictions in this state. Uh we never shut businesses down in this state and I think that plan has proven to be successful throughout the whole Uh, COVID-19 situation. I think the thing you're seeing right now is that age group between 18 and 29 are really the the high numbers that we're seeing on that. And we just got to encourage them to understand, you know, that how important the vaccine is and give them the opportunity to take that so it doesn't spread. But each day we get briefed on this. Uh, The main thing we're looking at is those real hospital numbers, what that fatality rate is. And again, we just stay to the same pillars we had before uh, of trying to analyze where we're at on this on a daily basis. But uh, we're all concerned about that Okay.
2: Okay. Well, so, so, what's the fatality what rate? What is the fatality rate? What is it? man? He, you were going to say the same thing. He won't say it. There's 800 right. people in the hospital, but he won't say the fatality rate. A lot of those people are over 50. They have underlying conditions, and they just need some oxygen. And boom, they're home. You get okay, it? How
1: many? How many people live in the state of Missouri? Pop question for y'all in the audience: 6.137 million.
2: Yeah, I'm it's, sorry. Yeah, it's going to be small clusters. That's Mark it. my word. We hit. We hit immunity by fourth quarter 2021. Mark my word.
4: Uh, it, we're it, we're going see, to hit. We're right, going herd
2: immunity. anybody
1: even sees it. Right. Right.
2: It, if you if you even get gets to that level. point. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's we're almost there already. If not, people, can you imagine if if this was just the start of it and it was this contagious? The hysteria. <laughs> right. You see what I'm saying? So. Right. I think we're on the downswing of it. We're seeing it mutate. Somebody else in the chat was just like, yeah, as it mutates, it gets weaker. That's a good sign if it's only causing a headache and a fever, or I mean, a headache and a sore throat. That's much better than a fever and lungs that are collapsing.
0: Correct me. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, many (laughs) people... Y'all going to get mad with me too. A lot of people that are saying that this is BS and... Uh, there's fear mongering and, uh, that this is all y'all got checks. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) All y'all got checks. Make sure you buy some vitamins. Oh, all y'all got checks. And y'all didn't get those checks back. And it it was BS, right? (laughs) Yeah. Oh well, (laughs) I mean, what wasn't BS though? What wasn't BS is
1: that people were out of work, forced out of work. For BS. I mean, when we look back and we look back at what happened, what they did to attempt to cure this was what they did uh, during the 1930s, during the Great Depression. They They actually extended the Great Depression with government intervention literally extended it for an extra 10 years, if they would just stay the hell out of it, quit meddling with stuff, leave states to do what states do, leave cities do what they do, the federal government, stay the hell out of people's you, businesses.
0: You know, it's... it's To, to my co-host, okay. don't you find it strange how people uh, will throw up the word, it's fear-mongering, it's fear-mongering, it's fear-mongering for this? But you don't see that type of reaction to how the politicians treat us on a regular basis with their legislation that hurts Americans or or it's how these legislators come out and say this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen if we don't pass.
2: Yeah, that's fear-mongering too. That's I always laugh at important. that. I have to laugh at it.
0: But we don't Do all this response like that, right?
2: Somebody just asked me, I had a party over the weekend and they said, so, oh, I'll tell you, it was a friend of mine who's actually came over from the Czech Republic and was like, so what do you think about everybody crossing the border? And I'm like, it's fear mongering. And he's like, what? You're not worked up about it? I'm like, no, they're just going to plot people in random states. You're going to have some rapes. You're going to have some murders. You're going to have some drug issues, just like we've had. It's going to be the same old, same old, but this has really been politicized it's not going to affect most of America. It's going to affect the ones in California, Arizona, Texas, the most probably. And somebody said, well, they're shipping them off to Florida and New York. I said, yeah, and it's going to affect those little cities too. But in the bigger spectrum of things, it's not going to change.
1: I I think it'll have a ripple effect for decades Mm. to come.
2: I don't. I mean, it just is what it is. In those
0: states or what?
1: Well, because those states are now going to leave, which we see it now, and they're leaving the other uh, blue states are now leaving the red states to get away from the hellacious uh,
2: rules and regulations. Or, or yeah, but that has nothing to do with – that doesn't whatnot. have anything to do with immigrants. I think they're leaving because the crime so bad. Well, yeah, but I don't. But if Trump was in, they wouldn't be leaving. So is it actually a ripple effect or just because of who's in office and letting it happen? Do you see what I'm saying? I they think wouldn't we be can coming if things. Trump was in office. Right. So I think that we can fix things. Exactly my point. So we yeah, can yeah. fix things every four years, every eight years. It'll come and go. I think it's more of a tie. <sighs> I don't think we'll ever get back in. We'll get back in be one. De- <laughs> I don't want to be a
1: Debbie Downer, but I don't think we'll ever win office again. Not the, if pres- do, not the wow.
0: presidency. No, if we if- do. If we do, it'll be one of the major upsets, That, especially after what they pulled in 2020. Think about it. Think about it. If what they didn't, I mean, they would have to be asleep in 2024 not to even think about doing what they did to keep power from what they did in 2020. They would have to be like, you know what? We're going to sit this one out. Go ahead. Go ahead and give it to their opponent. They're going to give it to John McCain's wife.
1: That's
2: who they're gonna give it to. And Susan, no, I'm not okay with families getting raped and murdered by illegals. What I'm saying is people are freaking out about this and Joe and Kamala, it's too extreme for me. What I'm saying is it's fear-mongering. That's what we were talking about, Susan. It's fear-mongering. Yes, it's an issue. No, I don't want people raped and murdered, but it is fear-mongering on both sides. And I will tell you, if you guys think that Republicans won't get back in, Then you guys are also fooled because everybody's one of the same. If you haven't realized Republicans (laughs) and Democrats are all one of the same, then y'all John John McCain's wife. Yeah, you all need to you all need to wake up and realize that they're all playing for the same team.
0: That's true. Okay. That is true. So
2: let's start there. They're playing for the same team. And if you think that this this week, if you think this illegal immigrant's gonna take down our country, then I'm sorry, you're ignorant. You don't understand Ah. it very well. What will take down our country? No, Brian, don't you can't sit there like you're you're trying yeah, to push it's, down on the it's, toilet arm. That's no, not that's it at pieces. all. It's pieces of all of this. They it all is pieces. Together. It is pieces. So that's why I'm saying calm down, take a breath, live your life. Immigrant, illegal immigrants is not going to ruin this country. It's other things that will ruin it before that. Oh yes. Fentanyl will ruin this country. China's going to kill us before the illegal immigrants all take us over. I promise (laughs) you. I
0: don't know. There needs to be more
2: pushback on COVID and the the origins of COVID. uh, There there needs to be more pushback on the spies that are over here. There needs to be more pushback on what's going into our foods, poisoning us, and giving us all cancer. More people Uh, have cancer.
1: Talking about, uh, you Let's talk about that. Fluoridation. I mean, I'm just saying just yeah. bodily so, fluids
2: I get it that it's a little spindle in all the wheels <laughs> but when it, when you look at the big picture it's just like a two percent and of course it's getting blown out of proportion is what I'm saying
0: I think the destruction of the minority communities will come at the hands of illegal immigration.
1: oh for sure it's already affected the jobs
0: the right right the jobs. And now, but then I agree that the people in Washington DC are letting it happen because a lot of them are getting paid and a lot of them are getting their, their pockets greased. It's all, you know, it's almost like, um, big tech, they will call big tech up and have those monstrous investigation commission (laughs) and question and answer sessions. And then at the end, nobody gets in trouble. That's the same thing with illegal immigration. They bring all these people from the border to sit up there and talk and and yada, yada, yada. And then nothing happens. They still allow people to come in, except for with Donald Trump. Yeah, except for with Donald Trump, because Donald Trump tried to shut down everything. It's just that some people were still getting in because they were coming under the fences and under... And inside of those tunnels, but for the most part, he slowed it down. Yeah, he
2: slowed it down to a drip, right? And that's how it should be manageable, right? Right. Make it manageable.
0: Right. Uh, but I mean, you know, I look look, we we know, like going back to what I said about fear mongering. Many people will say, Oh, yeah, they're fear monger, fear monger, the the covet. Yeah, but guess what? There's a whole lot of fear mongering happening in Washington D.C. every day, every day, and the, all that all that stuff needs to be called out too. I mean, fear mongering uh, uh, from the networks. The networks are fear mongering. I mean, the LGBT community is fear mongering in Hollywood. You know, they want to be noticed more. Uh, I mean, th- I mean, th- there's so much fear mongering going on. I think that the American people have gotten to a point where uh, it just- We're,
2: we're no longer fearful. We just yeah, don't
0: care. don't care. I mean, I bet you, I bet you US 100 people, do they keep up with politics? I bet she's at least a close 70% said that they don't keep over politics. Oh, absolutely. So, about, yeah, I believe especially
1: in an office. I'm attacking and we talked about this I, after this last election. I know there's people that checked out, totally checked out by the dozens, maybe even the millions of people just checking out of politics mm-hmm. altogether. Um mm-hmm. and, and you, ha- we're you almost have to. Talking, right, because now we're talking about LGBTQ we talked about that yesterday The nonsense and insanity and we talked about This nonsense and insanity that the left Is pushing left and right Uh, You got global warming you got all this craziness And what do you really need You need a really good meal at the end of the day
0: I'm just saying You need (laughs) a really good meal That has Some wagyu in it Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah Fourth of July is coming up we need that wagyu
0: Fourth of July is right around the corner Ladies and gentlemen we have a we have a new sponsor on the show, uh Bubba and If you haven't been there, we mm-hmm. suggest that you go there. If for those that are watching right now, we're telling you, write this down, bubbaandhanks.com. And also add the code name Wayne. Go there, look at what they have. I'm t- <laughs> telling you. We got we got some uh we got some meat we got some meat last uh the weekend mm-hmm. and uh, again all i did was put salt pepper garlic powder on it put it on the grill now i've had wagyu before i'm telling you i've had wagyu before this was out of the world was out of this world
2: i had family that came in from portland oregon and lie in the czech republic czech republic they've never eaten they don't even know what they don't know the, is they,
0: they, they, literally
2: don't know. <laughs> their snacks are butter with salt on it and bread it's so sad oh, but anyways oh. i was like all right you got to try this special wagyu burger he bit into it and he was like i don't want to go back home <laughs> like yeah. i didn't know that there was this type of meat in this country like this mm. i, I want to stay right here that's how good it was
0: we well we um and uh, as a matter of fact, we have uh, one of the owners uh, coming yeah, on. We, we're going to talk to him in just a few seconds, but we want y'all to rem- write this down as we um, have him on. You can ask some questions if you want to. Uh, 20% off all Wagyu purchases. Yeah. And it's a great gift. Them? Yeah. Yeah. A great gift. And they have all types of shipping. You know how. Uh, and I'm not gonna give any names of the other places that offer Wagyu steaks and stuff, but if you go to BubbaHanks.com, they yeah. have various delivery uh, options for you. It's not just uh, uh, seven day and one day. He has various um, delivery options for you, and um, they pack it. In, they pack it in cold. Mm-hmm. Gets to you. It's, I mean, pro, it's good stuff. yeah, so let me bring on, let me bring on, uh, let me bring on Mr. Bubba here. Hey, Bubba.
7: Hello. How are you? Good.
0: Are you? Got you? Good meat. you got some good meat, Chief. Thank you. You got some good meat. What, what, uh, what got you, uh, what got you in this business?
7: Well, uh, for most of my life, I, I was an engineer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, for a long time, I had wanted to move to Texas. So I was working down overseas in the Dominican Republic. And I was looking for a place in Texas. So I had a real estate agent doing a search and he found this, uh, small ranch for sale that was outside of the area that I wanted, but it had everything I, I wanted and I went ahead and bought it. It's perfect. And then a friend of mine said that uh, he'd like to raise some wagyu. So we bought some wagyu cattle. In the original plan, he just wanted to buy them, feed them up, and sell them. And I told him, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna do it right, and we're gonna go all the way. We're gonna go from buying young calves, feed them up, process them, label them, and sell to the end user instead of giving everybody else the money off of that.
2: When I've,
7: oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Oh, sorry. I, when I first heard about Wagyu beef, I was like, what's so special about it? Then I had a lot of audience say, well, what is Wagyu beef? Could you explain to us actually why, what makes it so special? All
7: right. Wagyu beef is the Japanese breed of cattle. Now, back in the seventies, they started bringing some into the U.S. and raising it here. And the reason that it's so special is because of the marbling and the tenderness of it it, genetically of this animal. The fat is more omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids than you get in regular beef. And it's actually healthier than the chicken and the fish and everything else.
2: Wow. I didn't know that.
7: So, So you're getting a better product. The fat if you noticed, when it gets to room temperature, it'll melt in your hand like butter.
0: Yeah, it will. Yeah, yeah.
7: Yep. And so it's got a nutty, buttery flavor to it. it. It, the fat renders at a lower temperature, so that gives. And with more intermuscular fat, that gives you the tenderness and the flavor. And like you were saying, really, all I do with my steaks is I just salt and pepper them. Yeah. at room temperature let it sit for about 45 minutes then toss it on the grill a wow. couple That'd... minutes on each side and you've got a perfect steak
1: charcoal or ga- charcoal or gas
7: i use a gas grill but i've also got a wood smoker too oh, i do a lot of guy. smoking
0: <laughs>
7: <laughs> and uh i you were talking about dry rub well we just got a new product that that we got out it's our sensuously sweet and spicy meat rub
1: oh man okay
7: and uh, what i'll do is i'll i'll send each of you some of this yeah so
1: okay. that you can good. try
7: it this is really good it's great on pork chicken beef fish whatever put it on ribs and just use the dry rub and smoke the ribs it comes out amazing
2: bubba i gotta ask you what's your favorite cut what is your favorite yeah. piece of it? Yeah. Well,
7: normally, like if I go to a steakhouse or something, I'm going for the New York strip or the sirloin. Um, the ribeyes, of course, are great, fillets are awesome. Um, when I, uh, Brian, you're from the Cincinnati area. When I lived up in Cincinnati, I used to go over to the precinct, Jeff Ruby's oh, yeah. steakhouse. And and I would get his New York strips there. That is awesome.
1: Yeah, Jack Ruby knows how to do it right. There's no question about that.
7: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: <laughs> tell me something. Uh well, actually, let me tell you something. My, my, daughter, my daughter um just went off to college to um this uh summer college thing, but um we got the package uh last week before before the end of the week. And uh she now we've had Wagyu before, okay. We've had wagyu before, but uh, when she heard that we were getting some wagyu in the house, she was like, "Dad, you got to make me wagyu before before I go." And I was like, "Okay, all right," and and we're getting some in the house. Oh, gracious! I mean, nobody ate vegetables.
2: <laughs> they just ate
0: all the meat. <laughs> they just ate the meat. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I, I mean it's like it's like it's like uh, the vegetables the potatoes. Everything just stayed on the counter. Well, I, but it, everybody was cutting, cutting the little pieces and trying to save some. Well, actually, they weren't trying to save some for everybody because everybody was trying to get all of it. But um, I guess I guess my question to you is what do you want people to know ab- about your business that many people don't know? Because you are a veteran. You are a veteran. Uh, also.
7: Yeah. We're hundred percent veteran owned.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, um, what do you want people to know about your business and how they can, um, get to you and get your product?
7: It's easy. You just go online, www.bubbaandhanks.com. It's an online store. You, you pick out what you want, you put it in your shopping cart, you check out. Now, what people don't know is the most expensive part of this is the shipping. Mm. So if you're going to buy it, I would buy a little bit more. I wouldn't do you know just like one or two pieces and ship it because you're you're paying a lot for the shipping right go ahead and buy you know six or seven steaks or something stock your freezer the burgers are incredible the ground beef makes the best burgers that you'll ever have now i i saw um on on your previous show you were talking about it talking about grilling the burgers um, one thing that I do is I take those third pound burgers and I grill them for me, but my business partner, the Hank, he loves thicker, heavier, bigger burgers. So what I do is I take two of those third pound burgers.
1: Holy hell, man.
7: <laughs> I put a pat of butter in the oh middle my. and I put them together. Oh my. Then I grill them. Wow. And, Bubba, and that you amazing. talk what? about a great butter burger. Bubba?
1: Let me just say about those burgers, and again, I was talking about it because uh, I grilled them up charcoal-wise. I grilled them up the other day, and I was shocked. I mean, they were big to, to begin with before I cooked them, and after I cooked them, they were still huge. Yeah, still, I noticed that. Oh, yeah. me, you're right. They didn't cook up to some little dime-sized no, they patty. Right. They were still very – I mean, I used mm-hmm. – I don't I know. I used my own bread, like special bread, but it, it filled up the whole piece of bread side to side, oh, yeah. front to back
7: but uh, one of the things on this meat is if you're grilling it because the fat does render at a lower temperature you have to stay with it you can't walk away because the grill yeah. will flare up
2: yeah. it I've did done. it did it to mine and i thought <laughs> <Yeah>. my husband <laughs> yeah. said boy this wagyu's really flaring up it must be some good meat cuz that's yeah. like a yeah. sign and of when, it and i was like when Ooh. i'm
7: grilling the steaks i go 2 minutes on each side on a high heat and then I flip it again and do about another minute on each side, and they come out perfect. That'd be it right,
2: right. because okay, that was an audience big, question; they wanted to know what was the best heat level to cook it at.
7: I I always cook at a high heat, high mm-hmm. and fast for steaks.
0: Okay. Do you now, um do you <laughs> smoke the steaks or do you just slap the steak right on the grill and do it at a high heat for two or three minutes on both sides?
7: Just right on the grill on a high heat. I don't okay. smoke the steaks. Now I smoke um briskets and roasts mm-hmm. and ribs mm-hmm. and stuff like that at a low heat in a in a wood-fired smoker and those come out incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
7: You you know you you cook slow and low. But uh like those round steaks that I sent you the big ones. They're, mm-hmm. they're I call them the Fred Flintstone steaks. That Thanks huge. There's, there's yeah. that seam that yeah. down the middle of it. Right. I cut along that and I cut it into two steaks. Okay. And I grill those, just two and a half, three minutes on each side total. They're uh, nice rare, medium rare, and they will beat any uh, any of your sirloins that you go to and get at a restaurant. So and you can beat w- a whole family with one steak. Hey, so my
1: wife had a question. She wanted to know how, how, how the uh, cattle are raised. What's what's like, like a a daily staple of food for, for the cattle.
7: Okay. So our cattle, we buy the steers from the breeder when they're weaned. So they just come off of their mothers. They've had a straight milk and grass diet. They're about six months old. We get them in here and, uh, We go ahead and they're pasture raised. They go in our pasture. I've got feed bins that I keep stocked with sweet feed. We plant fresh rye grass in the fields and they get fresh local hay. We purify the water that they get. That purified water is what makes the huge difference in the flavor. They're not wow. drinking dirty water out of ponds or troughs that have been sitting stagnant. They are getting fresh purified water. I've got a pump, recirculation pump, and a sand filter on their water trough. Wow. So that that's, water is clean. That's and better pure. drinking water than me. It's the same drinking water that I use in the house. Now it comes out of the well, it comes to the house. It goes through a water purification system and five micron filters. It goes out of the house, underground, and up to the trough. So they're getting the same drinking water that I have in the house. And then on top of that, on the trough, I've got a recirculation pump and a sand filter. So it keeps their water clean.
0: You said said that you cut this in half. Do you cut it from the top down or from left to right?
7: From the top down. You okay. see that fat seam that runs down kind of yep, the middle?
0: Yep, see it right there.
7: You you cut right along that, cut it into two steaks, <laughs> and then grill those.
0: <laughs> I'm going to do it right after the show.
7: That's what's going to happen today.
1: That's yeah. what's going to happen today.
2: That's for real.
1: Okay, guys, like get I there I said,
2: at or call 361 218 Let it get to
1: room temperature.
0: Okay. okay. My, yeah, yeah. My gotta...
1: wife and my kids are
2: blowing me up right now,
7: Bubba. <laughs>
1: They're telling me I need to get up there and start grilling. <laughs>
0: Let's
1: go oh, when, you,
7: when you grill steaks, always let them get to room temperature. Okay. Right. Liberally salt and pepper both sides. Okay. And then... Let it sit for about 45 minutes at room temperature. Okay. okay. Then throw it on the grill and cook it. High heat, quick. Sear it two minutes on each side. And then if you want a, a little more well done, that, that'll give you a nice red rare. If you want it a little more well done, go another minute or two on each side, depending on the thickness of the steak. The thicker steaks, you're going to want to go a little longer.
2: Well, I can tell you our audience is loving this. In fact, they're asking if you have a restaurant as well or if you're gonna open one. <laughs> they're all excited.
7: I don't have a restaurant, but if you do look at the website, up at top there where it says more, there's a Bubba's kitchen.
2: Oh neat. That's got oh. recipes. Look at I've that. Got a Bubba's bunch of
7: recipes there. Wonderful. And it's not just beef, there's other stuff too. Great.
2: All right. So That's it's strange. Bubba and Hanks.com. Make sure you get there. Use the code word Wayne. Thank you so much, Bubba. We're so lucky that we were able to have you on the show today.
7: Thank you for having me. It's Absolutely, nice Bobby. to really
2: meet
0: you. Absolutely. Yes. You are look, I'm tell you something. You are you my birthday. You got something going on. You got something going on, man. You really yes, got something going on. And I mean, I'm glad I'm glad that we were able to. Connect because, um, you're also making wagyu, um, affordable,
7: yeah. You're I'm trying wagyu to keep affordable. the cost where I can sell it to everyone, right? And not just the high end people, yeah. Now, some, some people yeah. look at price and price alone, but right. this is healthier, it's got a better flavor, yeah. It, and i'm trying to raise the best possible
1: jesus can, can we say can we say free of uh like steroids, i, stuff I don't
7: anything? use any growth hormones ever okay, okay. and yeah. i don't do antibiotics god bless oh, wonderful
2: all, all right.
0: right let me let me um, ask you before before you go um because I saw a couple of those things that were out of stock. How, how quickly do you restart?
7: Well, what's happening is, um, and this started when the coronavirus thing hit and all the, uh, processing plants were shutting down. We started having a hard time getting processing dates. So I've had to schedule things a year out in advance.
1: Wow. Oh, wow.
7: So Yeah. And. Now I'm at the point where every two weeks I'm getting steers back from the processor. Now the processing portion of this is another issue. I use a processor that is USDA certified and inspected. So the entire process from the time I drop the cattle off at the processing plant till Mm -hmm. it is packaged boxed and frozen is overseen Mm -hmm. by a USDA inspector every package has that little USDA stamp on it. Mm -hmm. We have to have that to sell across state lines. If, because you're dealing interstate commerce, you're dealing with the federal government again.
0: Right.
1: Right.
7: So you have to have the USDA certification. If I were only selling locally in Texas, I would only need the Texas stamp, which would open up a lot more processing. But I am very, very pleased with the processor that we're using. They are excellent
0: okay so so if people go there um today and they see something that's out of stock you're saying that
7: give it a couple weeks within two weeks it'll be back in stock now the hardest thing that i have to keep in stock is fillets (laughs) (laughs) every time that i get inventory back from the processor i send an email out to all my customers telling them the inventory has been replenished so you'll get an email saying you know we've got everything now usually within minutes all of the delays are gone (laughs)
0: okay
7: Okay. so
2: get on that mailing list people
7: yeah now i i can also do if someone's interested in custom orders They can email me, they can tell me what they want. And on the next processing, I can get their custom orders in. Like right now I've got in this next processing, I've got some customers that want whole tenderloins, which I don't normally offer because that's the fillets.
0: Oh, okay.
7: So they're buying whole tenderloins.
0: Right. Right. So, so that they can cut up their fillets, how they thick can cut they up want. any
7: fillets right. they want. Yeah. Or like some people will want an entire rib roast.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay.
7: From the ribeyes.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so they that's can cut up something I don't ice. normally right.
7: offer because it's extremely expensive and a lot of people don't want to spend that kind of money.
0: Right. Right.
7: But. Sometimes people want them, so I'll take a custom order. And it's usually about 30 days out on the custom orders.
1: Okay. you having a wedding, a big old party, big reunion. Why not, yep. Fourth you know? of July.
0: Yeah.
2: I'll tell oh, you, yeah. this has been a delicious, this is probably the most delicious conversation we've ever had on the show. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, look, um, you, Fourth of July is coming up. You have a special that we are running here on the show, BubbaHanks.com. Uh, use code name wayne or you can call 361-218-0788 use code name wayne <clears throat> and get 20% off of your product purchase
2: which is already a good price and then yeah. you're getting 20% off that's actually unbelievable no, to me right. I'm surprised yeah. at that so
0: yeah but uh right. we want to have you back uh in a couple of weeks so that we can talk to you some more and um you gotta get some more of those steaks, though. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm, looking have to, some... I'm looking forward to that dry rub. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. You are,
2: yeah. 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 Well, next time we're gonna have some listeners' questions. They've got a lot of questions, so we're gonna yeah. do a question answer session with you next time.
7: That'll be great. Mm-hmm. all yeah, right.
0: we'll get that scheduled in a, in in the next couple of weeks. But we, I'm um, glad to have you back on. All right. All
2: right. Thanks, Baba. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you, Bubba.
0: All yeah. right. Yeah.
2: We know what we're doing right, after the show.
0: Somebody's right, right, wondering. Oh all, all, all I could my my think, my 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 think my 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 about was slapping that thing right on there and just going two minutes done. Yeah. You know, see,
1: I you know what I did? I, I cooked it way too. And I knew I did too. I cooked it way
2: too. I looked, I, cooked
1: it, I cooked it. double the time. Do cooked it double.
2: That's what everybody says overseas. We cook our meat too long and we don't season enough. Yeah. What everybody says internationally.
1: So instead so of instead of two minutes, for. I was doing three and a half to four. That was oh, crazy. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's still all right, great. now you know. Well,
1: right. I got, I mean, I got well, seven-year-old kids now asking for steak for dinner. What's going
0: you, on? You, you know what's crazy is before <laughs> before I start cooking, before I start smoking and smoking the meats and stuff, uh the kids they all wanted their meat well done. Period. Yeah, 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 that's all. That, that's all they wanted was well done. Now is medium well or just medium, yeah. because they see how tender it is. Right. And the next day, if you don't eat it all, the next day you can heat it back up, and it's still tender. Right. Right. You you reheat a well done the next day. That thing is like 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 a pole, man.
1: I feed it to the dog.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then the dog might get angry at
1: you. Right. He's like, hey man, it wasn't what I got yesterday. What's going on? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um we look uh so that is our sponsor, bubblinghanks.com and hanks.com for us. and um the code name is Wayne, 361-218-078. 788 4th of July is coming up. Uh, actually I think this runs a little bit after the 4th of July too yeah. mm-hmm. the, so but we're telling you get your meats before the 4th of July get out there on the grill send us pictures Wayne at WayneDupree.com send us gr- pictures of what your bubble yeah we'll share it like. let's, that'd be cool let's do that let's do yeah, that yeah yeah Wayne at WayneDupree.com so we can see because I'm going to show you what my pictures look like always <laughs> Yeah,
2: Wayne's always showing pictures, so you yeah. show us. We man. want to see your Bubba and Hanks meet.
0: Man. Yeah.
2: All we got to see is Wayne's. That's the only ones we ever see.
0: There's only yeah, so much so- you
2: can see with Wayne. Yeah, so yeah
0: I like see. to hide my. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she went there. I know she did. I
1: know. To me? What I said. shoot all about. So, I mean, oh, you know. We got it's kids so. watching, man. It's I know. Yeah, you know.
0: I didn't
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, oh, and you know what? That's another thing. If you put enough seed in it, like Bubba said, let it get the room temperature. Always let it get the room temperature.
1: That's something I that's something I messed up on.
0: Always uh, let always okay. let it get the room. And um, okay, say say that you're just putting it out on the counter. Say that yeah. you season it. Right. Let it get to room temperature. Let that seasoning uh uh, uh sweat out on, on it because yeah. because that salt and pepper and all that gets inside of the meat. Okay. Then you just slap it on there. Uh, somebody said just a while ago that you don't even need steak salt. You don't, I mean, no, you if it's season good, sauce. you don't you need it, no. 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 right? Yeah, no. right. No. okay. You don't need it. Okay, um, before we go, let me talk about CBD Lion real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to go anywhere without CBD Lion. CBDLion.com forward slash Wayne Dupree. name again, Wayne. We use their products. We love their products. We love those guys over there at CBD Lion because they care about us and they care about you. If you look at their products, their products are tailored to help you in many ways. I mean- Am I right?
2: Yes. Uh, right. I, 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 got, I got caught off guard by somebody in the comments that says, I'm watching you live from Poland, and every time there's an uncomfortable comment, they don't translate it to my language. God love them. That's so, that's so funny. But, um, yeah, so I just want everybody to try to get the full spectrum lotion, the CBD lotion. Guys, it works wonders on your knee. I had knee pain for five years. They couldn't figure it out. MRI, x-ray. The doctors were just like, oh, here's a pill. Put Ben Gay on it. Yeah, well, you know what? You were just covering up the issue. This actually took the inflammation out. And now I don't have knee pain anymore. And I haven't right. had it for months uh, in my left knee. And it feels like a whole new knee without getting a knee replacement. So if you're right. having aches and pains and you don't feel like eating the gummies, at least go on and order the lotion. Uh, right. It's 20% off right now. Use code WORDWAY.
0: Exactly. Chronic my pain, favorite. arthritis, inflammation, diabetes, PTSD anxiety, sleep disorders, dementia, so much more. Their products reach each of those that I just told you about. If you haven't tried CBD and their and their tinctures, you can put in uh, uh, um, liquids.
2: Yeah, in your shakes. And mm-hmm. still so it's going to
0: have the same effect. So uh, make sure make sure that you check them out, cbdline.com forward slash Wayne Dupree. Do last thoughts, both of you? Go.
2: Uh, I'm just going to give my last thought to Denise Furman in the chat. She wants to know what the number is again for the meet. So if you could just put that back up there because she wants to call an order, that will be my last thought of the day. That's for Denise Furman in the chat. So there you go. There you go. There's your number
0: 361 218
1: 0788. Eight. Go ahead, Ryan. Paradigm shift. Uh, sometimes we got to start thinking um, a little bit differently because the thoughts that you have uh, that are you think that are your own or not your own. The thoughts that you have about what is and what isn't is usually because of what was put into you, told to you, or forced into you. And a lot of people that I run into sometimes have a negative connotation when it comes to church, when it comes to religion. Uh, I, I'll be the first to tell you, religion. I, I got a lot of problems with it. Uh, but it, that that being said, I have had probably the largest paradigm shift I have ever had when it comes to who Jesus is, who he was, and who the disciples were with the um, the miniseries. It's only in the second season, so you can binge watch the whole first season, called The Chosen. It, hmm. it, it absolutely pulls you in as if you're hanging out with the disciples in the day and age. It That's just cool. really opens up wow, this is how they acted. This is how they behaved. This is the issues that they had with each other. They start mm-hmm. fighting with each other. They start having issues. And then when you reference back to the Bible, you're like, oh, right. Those are the verses that I didn't really understand. And they go step by step. And it's it, phenomenal, mind-blowing. Uh,
2: so if you want something to do, like change your it paradigm. Sounds, sounds the, Chosen,
1: the Chosen. The Chosen.
2: The Chosen. And what's that on? What's that stream on? Netflix or?
1: Yeah. Uh, it, it streams on pure flicks, but you can get the whole Perfect. first season. I think you can get on the YouTubes.
0: Perfect. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, we are getting ready to roll up out of here. June 29th. And Holy
2: smoke. Sir. Can you believe it's almost July? Man. Oh, Joe. J- yeah. Joe Biden said we might get a permission slip and be allowed to join together on the 4th. Yeah. Oh, Biscuit. You know no, what? No, I'll, I'll, I'll,
1: real quick, real
0: quick, we were, yeah, talking, we were talking about the Delta variant, right? Play uh, yeah. this real quick.
2: Sure. So you're planning a really large party at the White House on the 4th yes. of July. A party Delta for frontline people. workers and men and women who served our country. Yes. And uh, and also the National Mall will be open, but we are getting reports now of increasing cases of Delta, the Delta variant. Um, experts are now warning that those who got the J&J vaccine might actually need a booster shot. Some of these experts have actually gotten such booster shots themselves to guard against the Delta variant. Is this too soon? Are you, are you being risky by basically allowing many, many people to get to the National Mall on the Fourth of July? Do you, Is there a risk that you could be, in essence, doing exactly what, you know, uh, was, was criticized by the Trump administration? Well, creating large Well, let me let me first say that we have been uh, our North Star has been data, has been scientists, has been the advice of our medical experts uh, at every point since the president took office. Uh, and just a few factual details. I'm not uh, I'm just saying addition to you, to what you conveyed, the majority of Delta cases are in people who are unvaccinated. Uh, we may see some vaccinated people who test positive for COVID, of course, as we know from the data.
1: Whatever. <laughs> liar liar pants on fire good Jen my north star
2: Jen is the syphilis of the White House and why do I say that syphilis in doctor's terms is considered the great pretender syphilis is the great pretender and she's a great pretender because all the talking points she uses is bull and she knows it she goes behind stage and says wow that all my talking points were crap. She actually said that at a state uh, union one time when she was speaking. She said, all my talking points were just garbage. She knows it. She's the great pretender. She is Jen syphilis sack of potatoes now on my own.
1: It also causes, also causes brain damage.
0: Well, then she's definitely syphilis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I, I thought it was kind of funny the way that uh, the reporter backed her up into that – into the thing it because reporter, like, I hear that y'all are gonna have a big question, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, we party. are yeah. like, okay. Great. Um, you know that delta variant thing, and <laughs> yeah, I was like, Yeah, boy, she
1: got it. Yeah. But our north yeah. star, our north star is science and data. Our, our north star. Well, guess
2: <laughs> and, what?
0: And it's like, but wait a minute, you're saying that your data and your scientists are giving you, but the data and the scientists that Trump was getting wasn't good, but the data and the, scientists, same guy in the Fauci, same,
2: same Oh, women. so this is just we don't like a Trump issue. That's yeah, what it yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Get the meats, people. Get the meats. Yeah, yeah. yeah.